Hey there, friend. You know, weight loss can be a pretty tricky subject, especially if you've already lost some weight and you're working on those last 10 to 15 pounds. It's definitely a different experience than when you're trying to lose the first 10 to 15 pounds. Lots of people have a whole lot of opinions, and it can feel pretty lonely to be working on those last few pounds by yourself. That's why I'm bringing back a beloved free training called Losing the Last 10 to 15 Pounds. We are going to talk about what losing those last pounds is, and more importantly, what it's not about. We'll bust through the myths, and we'll talk about what's really needed to lose those last 10 to 15 pounds. And finally, I'll share with you how to lose the last 10 to 15 pounds in a way that is loving and safe and healthy, and most importantly, a positive experience for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Tuesday, May 21st, 2024, once at 11 a.m. Central and the other at 7.30 p.m. Central. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a great time together. But if you can't make either of those times on that day, I'm not going to leave you hanging. We are offering several watch parties through the rest of the week and even on the following Saturday. So come and watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will definitely be worth your time. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash lose the last. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash L-O-S-E-T-H-E-L-A-S-T. Now, please enjoy the show. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubell, MD, episode number 192. Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, the podcast where busy doctors like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the weight so you can feel better and have the life you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Well, hey there, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? So glad you're here today. Do you hear that? Do you hear that it's silent? (laughs) Do you hear nothing? (laughs) I have all of my children in school. And I'm just going to enjoy it for as long as it lasts. It might only be a couple of days, maybe it'll be a few weeks. I mean, if we're lucky, maybe a few months. But it's kind of funny to me after five months of them being home all the time, how weird it feels to just have it be me and my dog. Like it's so quiet in here. I keep thinking that I'm forgetting something or I'm forgetting to do something for somebody. I for sure am worried that I'm going to forget to pick them up from school. (laughs) Like that could happen. It's just, it's happening. It's actually happening. I can't believe it. So after all the roller coaster and everything, and I know that for everybody, this is not an option. I know for many people, they were choosing to just do the homeschool route anyway, and doing it online. And luckily for us, both of the schools that my children go to have super extensive plans and are doing just, I think, incredible work in terms of taking care of the students and keeping them as safe as possible. I mean, of course, there's risks for illness anytime you send a child to school. And so they're doing their absolute best to minimize those risks as much as possible. And so we're day three in and I'm happy. They're adjusting to this from summer schedule to school schedule. So I don't know that they're super happy, but they will be soon. I think it's good for everybody to get back into that. So so that's what's going on here. 
I also wanted to tell you that, you know, I am on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's my handle is Coach Katrina Ubell MD. And you can come find me over there. I share some personal things as well. If you like just knowing things that I'm into or little recommendations or things like that. And I do want to just let you know that some people send me some direct messages. And I totally appreciate them. I can't answer all of them. But I do want to just tell you that every now and then I do want to answer one. And then I don't know what happens. And I delete one by accident, or I hit the wrong button that just happened recently. There was this woman who wrote me this super really lovely message. And I was totally like, I'm going to respond to her. And I hit the wrong button. And I deleted it. And I don't know how to get it back. I don't think you can. So anyway, if that's you and you sent me something super nice and I didn't respond, it was probably you. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, so come come hang out with me over on Instagram, Coach Katrina Ubell, MD. If you are more of a Facebook person and you're like, I don't know about Instagram, I will tell you, Facebook and me don't mesh. I haven't been personally on Facebook in years because it just it's not a good thing for me. Instagram, you can curate so much more to really show you things that are exactly what you want to be seeing. And I love that about Instagram. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, then come check me out. Okay, so today I have a fun interview for you. And this guest is someone that is a little bit different from what I normally would have on the podcast in terms of content and stuff. But I think that this is kind of a, this is one of those kind of offshoot topics that I think are a real concern for a lot of people as they age in particular. And so I have Dr. Trevor Cates on this week, and she is a naturopathic physician who focuses on skincare, basically just being super healthy with your skin and having the skin that you want. She, of course, herself struggled with her skin, ongoing all kinds of different issues growing up. And it was basically through working through sort of the functional medicine standpoint that she was able to finally get her skin to the place where she wants it. Of course, her skin looks amazing now. And so she is just a really great resource. She has a book called Clean Skin from Within, and it gives you just all that information to like what to do to get your skin healthier. But we also talk about some other things like aging. We talk about, you know, can it just be okay to be wrinkly? (laughs) Do we have to all go for the anti-aging stuff? We talk about skin, excess skin with weight loss. And that's, you know, a huge issue that a lot of people worry about, especially increased wrinkles if they lose weight. And I think I've seen that oftentimes that that's a a self-sabotaging mindset set this idea that, well, I want to lose weight, but if I lose weight, I'll look worse. My skin will look terrible. And so then there's a lot of self-sabotage that ends up happening there. But anyway, she's just an expert in skin. This is what she does all the time is support people who want to have better skin. And so she can help you no matter what your skin issues are. And sometimes, you know, the, the medications, the topicals, you know, even if you're taking some other like ingestible medication, like sometimes it's still just not enough. And we have to start looking at other options. And that's what she's an expert in. So please enjoy my conversation with Dr. Trevor Cates. Hey, Trevor, thanks for being on. Hey, yeah, it's great to be here. I am super excited to talk about this because I think skin is something that comes up a lot. And especially when it comes to weight loss. And I love how I mean, obviously, dermatologists are skin doctors, but like you're even more so like really, really focused in on healthy skin. So I would love for you to just give us a little bit of uh, background, kind of your story, how you became interested in all of this, and who you help now. Yeah, of course. So I guess it really started back when I was a kid, I had a lot of health issues as a child. And 
there were more, you know, atopic allergic kinds of problems that I had, but a lot of it showed up on my skin. So all these mysterious rashes and things that would appear. And my family took me to see a lot of the, you know, we went to the traditional route and it just wasn't really working for me as far as the results we were seeing. And so it was more of an integrative approach that helped me get through the skin issues that I was having. And so that's what led me on the path to be interested in kind of a different approach to helping health issues, because I really wanted to figure out what was behind the health problems people were having. And that was important for myself and really looking at lifestyle and how we live and how that impacts our health. When I was a child later on, I realized there were mold issues in my home. There were, you know, I was eating things that, that may have seemed healthy, but they really weren't the right things for me. So I learned a lot about how to, to adjust lifestyle to help support the body. And when you start with that foundation, it really helps everything else work better. And I, I love the integrative approach because when you do have that healthy foundation, the body can recover faster. And when you need medications, when you need antibiotics, when you need, you know, certain things or need to have surgery, your body recovers more rapidly. So that's one of the reasons why I got so interested in becoming a naturopathic physician. And the reason why I ended up focusing on skin later on, I've been practicing as a naturopathic physician for 20 years. And it wasn't until actually about six years ago that I started to focus more on skin because I was working in a spa, well, the Waldorf Astoria here in Park City, and I was doing weight loss programs for the people in the, at the spa and my patients. And they were these two-week weight loss programs. And at the end of the two weeks, they would say, Dr. Cates, this has been great. I've lost weight. I feel great. What, what really surprises me is my skin. I didn't know my skin could look like this. And either their skin issues were clearing up that they had, or they just had this healthier glow about their skin and they were getting compliments on it. And to me, I, I thought, well, that makes sense because we're working on a healthy lifestyle. We're removing some of the obstacles to healing and supporting the body's innate wisdom, doing all these naturopathic things. But I realized that a lot of people, it wasn't just intuitive for people. So that's what led me to write my book, Clean Skin from Within. And, and I redid the, the two-week program. So it was more focused on skin than weight loss because that was, it seemed to me that as you know, with weight loss, it can be tricky. It can be a very, people can lose weight in an unhealthy way. But when your skin is healthy, it's it's a really good indication that you're on the right track. So I love this approach for people. And when they get into their ideal weight along with that, and they're balancing their hormones and they're, they're sleeping better and all of that, that's just, you know, the whole approach is fantastic. It all works well together. Great. Awesome. Okay. The biggest concern my clients always have with their skin and weight loss is sagging. So this comes up a lot. It's multifaceted because there's the person who has a considerable amount of weight to lose, or even maybe not that much, but you know, what they're thinking is, you know, I want to lose weight, but I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose weight and then I'm going to have all the saggy skin everywhere and I'm going to think I look worse or, you know, it's, it's totally just going to be like a really big problem for me. 
I'm going to look older. I'll have more wrinkles. I'll have, you know, saggy neck, like all of those things. And of course, you know, there's like different treatments and surgeries and things that can be done for that. But I see that as a common concern. Now, from my standpoint, I see that as, well, the problem is you think that there's a certain way of looking that's acceptable. And only when you look that way, can you actually love yourself or have a positive opinion about yourself? So you're afraid, well, I could lose this weight, but then I'm going to hate myself even more than I do right now. So I think of it as like, well, we need to work on just accepting who we are, no matter what size, no matter what our skin looks like. But you know, weight loss and, and extra skin is a real concern. I know for myself, when I lost my weight, I found that it took about a good six months for things to kind of change. And they really did change. It really was fascinating to kind of see. Now, I think if you have a lot of weight to lose, like there's kind of probably only so much that your body can do. But from this standpoint, like if somebody said to you, like, listen, I want to lose 50 pounds, but I'm afraid I'm going to look 10 years older. I'm really afraid. What do you say to them? Well, I think if, again, it's, it goes back a lot to healthy weight loss. If you're dropping the weight really, really fast, your body doesn't recover as quickly. It doesn't adjust as easily. So don't expect to lose that weight really fast and make sure you're doing it in a healthy way. Because if you do, if you provide your body with the right nutrients and give it time to adjust, you're not going to see those, those kinds of issues. It depends on how much weight you are losing though. Because like you said, if you're losing a lot of weight, then it, you know, that's, they're just going to be changes that your skin is going to look different. But again, if you could provide with the right nutrients, it does make a difference. And also exercise, stress management, balancing hormones, all of that helps support that stress management. When you look at how that plays a role, of course, you know, cortisol production and balancing cortisol, getting healthy, getting a good night's sleep, that's all part of it. And I think that if people are just focused on just the food and just losing weight without incorporating, you know, the exercise, the stress management, healthy sleep, all of that, then they're going to be, they're not going to like what they see as much. Hmm. And that's why in my book, I have these four different components, the clean plate, clean slate, clean body, and clean mind. Because what I found is that really to get the best results, you want to do all of it. And I know it can sometimes seem overwhelming, but it's really not that hard. The food part actually is the hardest for most people, as you know, but getting some movement, getting out and walking, even just walking and, or not sitting still all day long, getting up and moving around as much as, you know, at certain times when you can, even, even that can make a big difference. As far as stress management, taking a few minutes to close your eyes and take some deep breaths. It doesn't t- have to take a lot of time, but having making some efforts with each of these is overall going to be a, a healthy way of losing weight okay. that your body can keep up with and your skin can keep up with and, and really see the results that you want. Okay. Okay. So what I think happens for a lot of people is, you know, the market for skincare products, anti-aging, like all of that stuff. Like there's so many things, so many products that you can buy, so many treatments that you can try. You know, everybody of course says (laughs) their thing is the best thing ever, you know, for like a lot of people love doing Botox. And then other people are like, that's like the worst thing you could do. And it's like seeping into your brain. And like, you know, there's just, there's always so much conflicting advice. And 
I want to just touch on this too, just with your background as a naturopathic physician, because I'm so curious what your thoughts are about this. I find that often that kind of what's recommended is, is a little bit like of a template. It's like, oh, if your skin's like this, or if your body's like this, or if you have this health problem, like this is the way you should eat. And I want to know like what you think about the role of experimentation and figuring out what works best for you. I'll kind of just give you an example. My listeners know that one of my big projects for this year is getting off of the acid reflux medication I've been on since literally I was 23. So for or 21 years, they put me on this for a cough. And just at those times thought you could just stay on it forever. And I've had some ongoing issues because of it, but not being able to get off. So anyway, I've been working with an integrative person on this. And literally just yesterday, he was asking me how I'm eating because I'm only on a quarter dose now. So I'm like getting close now to be off. And I, I told him what I was eating and he's really a pro the paleo kind of way of eating. But I just said, oh, I'm eating really clean. And he said, how are you doing with your stomach? I said, it really pretty good. And he's like, oh, it's the grains. I'm telling you, the grains are terrible. Well, I'm totally eating grains. And when I tried eating paleo, I felt worse. I had more acid reflux symptoms. So I think that one reason why people end up sort of giving up or they just get confused, it's like one person says you should be eating plant-based. This person says you should be eating paleo, which are like almost the opposites, you know? And then same with the skincare stuff. Like, you know, is drugstore okay? Do I need to pay all this money for La Mer? You know, that's like ridiculous. Do I need, like, how do you even begin as like, even when you're a doctor and you're educated, like how do you begin to sort out what you should be doing? Right. Absolutely. Great question. And, and of course it is a, a big thing, individualizing it, how, what, to, what, because there's not a one size fits all for everyone. You have to figure out where you are and what your needs are. And so the way I look at it is with skin, I, I go about it with from the inside out, but also on the outside. So a lot of what we're looking at is how do we address the root causes that are causing that person's skin problem? So when I was seeing patients, i realized there were certain patterns I was seeing with people and there were, I kept seeing the same underlying causes over and over again. And then I sort of, you know, just started realizing that certain people that would have groups of these root causes. So I created my own sort of skin type system for the public. I mean, this isn't for doctors, this is more for the public, but it just helps them identify their root causes and puts them into sort of a bucket so that they can manage their their skin issues from both the inside and on the outside. And so, and I, I gave them all human names. They're Amber, Olivia, Sage, Emmett, Heath, because I didn't want to call them dry, oily, you know, mm. acne prone. I didn't want to really go down that route. I want that because I, you know, we, our patients are people, right? They're not just a disease. So, so that's the way I help people. But so I look at the root causes. So there are things like blood sugar, blood sugar imbalances. And that's something that's really important for weight loss, but it's also really important for skin because we know it's one of, can be one of the triggers for acne. If people are having trouble with blood sugar balance, you know, PCOS, you know, also, you know, hormonal imbalance is another root cause behind a lot of skin issues. And of course, oxidative damage that happens with aging process, with sun exposure, with pollution, exposure, toxins, and things inflammation, gut issues. There's great research now between the connection between the gut microbiome and the skin microbiome. And so when we look at which of these root causes are truly the the issue with the person, then that's going to help us figure out what kind of diet they need to be on. What kind of, you know, if they're going to be taking supplements, like what kind of supplements, what, what they need, what we need to be focusing on to help support them in, and helping with their skin 
And a lot of that comes from the inside. As I'm talking about these root causes, of course, you know, blood sugar balance is going to be, you know, talking to them about how to cut out sugar and a lot of the things you talk about, sugar and flour and those sorts of things. You know, hormonal balance can some, you know, be a little bit more complicated. But some of it also is in the skincare products themselves. But a lot of it for me, from my approach, it's from the inside. So when it comes to skincare products, there is some variation, but I think we overcomplicate skincare products. And I know as a, I make, so I make skincare products of the spot doctors, natural skincare line, and we keep it really simple. We have a four-step skincare system that works for everybody. They just have to modify it for their skin type. And then we have a few other add-on products that can help customize it. But I know with skincare manufacturers, they constantly add more SKUs on because they want to make more money. They, you know, and and that way people are always buying more stuff like, oh, I got to have that eye cream. I have to have that night cream. I have to have that special exfoliant for this time of the year and, you know, all these different things and this mask. And, and what I've found is that if you have really great ingredients with really great formulas and they have the right pH to support the mild acidity of the skin, the natural mild acidity of the skin and support the skin microbiome and what we know of that. And they, you know, cut out for me, it's so important to cut out the toxic ingredients and in, in skincare products. So those are the biggest things. And if you, if you get that, you don't have to have all these different skincare products. Cause it's funny. I know, I remember when I was working at the Waldorf Astoria, I would go and I look at all the skincare products on the shelves. And you see, since the products for sensitive skin, the the products for dry skin, the products for mature skin, the products, and I'm like, wait a minute, I need all of those. (laughs) How do I, because I don't want to look older, you know, I want to look, you know, you know, I want to age gracefully, but I I also have sensitive skin and who doesn't want to use products for sensitive skin? I mean, who wants to be reactive, right? It doesn't, doesn't really make sense. So that's why I feel like if you have the right combination of ingredients and the right formulas, then it doesn't have to be so complicated. It actually can be pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I think that's a good point that you made too, though. Like once you find something that works for you too, like just be really careful of like, you know, the the squirrel issue, right? Like, look, there's a squirrel, like there's a new product. They're like really marketing it heavily. Or you go in to get a facial and they're like, hey, did you know they just came out with this and it's so amazing. This is like a prime example. So I was working with an esthetician and she got me onto some products that I like super love to the point where like multiple, multiple people would pull me aside and be like, what are you doing? Like, I need to know what's happening there. Your face looks amazing. I'm like, okay, I'm telling you it's this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So I felt like things were so good. And then the owner of the, of the spa just totally made a change with her products. It's not that she didn't like what she was selling before, what I was liking. She just kind of got onto a different product line and basically wanted to get rid of everything else and only do that product line. And so I trusted her when she had first put me on the stuff that was working. She was saying this stuff is better. I'm like, well, this is so amazing. Like if it really is better, okay, I'm I'm game. Of course, it was like a lot more expensive <laughs> and I did not like it at all. Like it like seriously... I could tell the difference. Like it was not good. It was just like really, really not good. And so I went back to her and said, like, please, I beg of you, can you like special order the other stuff for me? Like I was looking online. I'm like, maybe there's another salon that can get it. Cause it's like kind of rare and you can't just buy it off of Amazon and you need to find like a dedicated salon or whatever that will sell it. And so I think, you know, just knowing like if you've got a good thing going, 
just like you're done. You don't have to think about it anymore. Right. (laughs) Right. And there is this myth out there that, and I don't know who started it, but people have been perpetuating it for a long time that you have to switch your skincare products periodically. I think I feel like I remember reading that in a magazine as a teenager or something. And there's really, there's no science behind that. There's no reason if you have a good skincare line and it's working for you, you don't have to switch it. Just stick with what works. If it's not working for you, then yes, go switch it yeah, because yeah. it's not working for you. But once it's working, so what we've noticed, I've I've had my company now for four and a half years, and the people we've got customers that have been on since the very beginning, and they love it. And we have we have an auto ship program, and our you know people stay on for a year or longer as average, which is very unusual for staying on the subscribe and save skincare products because they love it and they continue to see results. So. 30 days or seeing results, another 60 days. Like, oh my gosh, it keeps getting better. Like, Mm -hmm. why would I stop doing it if you're still moving in the right direction? And even people who get to a certain point, they'll sometimes they'll say, oh, I'm going to go try it. My girlfriend introduced me to this new product or my neighbor has this MLM company and they're they're pushing the skincare line on me. So I'm going to try that. And then they go, oh, wait, that's not working for me. Just like you experience. So then just go back. Go back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about anti-aging. You know, like I, I think I have probably a little bit of a, of a unique approach to aging. I feel like most people, when I tell them this, they're like, oh, so I've traveled a little bit to Europe and, you know, I've seen some of the most beautiful older women that I've ever seen in my entire life in Europe. And they're totally wrinkled, right? Like, but they obviously take excellent care of their skin. Like their skin is glowing. It looks so healthy but it looks like a normal age for their age. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't look like they're trying to be 20 or 30 years younger than they are. All their muscles work, you know, like everything like, and and this is, and I am not like dissing anybody who wants to do that. Like I, I like truly to each their own, this is just what feels right to me. And I always say I reserve the right to change my mind at any time. So if I end up deciding I want to do something else, then I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll do the full works. Who knows? But for right now, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But so I think that like so much of anti-aging is like kind of, if you really look at what it is, it's kind of shaming. It's right. Like getting older and looking your age is bad. Therefore, you should be doing all of these things so you can look younger because youth is better than, you know, non-youth being older, <laughs> whatever we want to call it, call it. So I think that this is something that I kind of, you know, just play around with in my mind. Like, I mean, we have, you know, young, young women, you know, starting Botox as a preventative, right? Like so much, and, and, you know, that's great. Like maybe that'll work awesome for them. But I guess just kind of one question is like, how early is too early for anti-aging? Like at what point is it like, listen, you really should probably be doing something just for like, just because in 20, 30 years, you'll be thanking yourself. What, how do you answer that? Well, and I'm so glad you're talking about this. And and I, I completely agree that we, everybody needs to do what they feel comfortable with, right? And every what, the, what feels right to them. And if, you know, if it's Botox and it's fillers and it's plastic surgery, of course, you know, that's, that's up to people. I do feel like we have this, kind of warped sense of what aging should look like. And, and that with all the social media, the filters and, and people only post what the best pictures of themselves, right. You don't post the pictures that show all your wrinkles or, you know, it's just the right lighting. And, and then sometimes we forget what people look like without Botox because there's so, so many women getting Botox 
we forget what it looks like to just age naturally. And so, you know, I, I do, I do struggle with that too. And I feel like I'm very, I feel very fortunate in that with my family, there are so many beautiful women in my family that I watched age gracefully without doing any of that. And I remember with my grandmother, I remember she was one of the most beautiful, my grandmothers were some of the most beautiful women I've ever known. And it was that inner radiance, that inner beauty and that confidence. And they didn't need to do any of this extra stuff. They were just, you know, they were just classy and they were elegant and confident and intelligent. And that's beauty, right? That's graceful aging to me. And I hope that more people will see that and recognize that as that's what, what truly helps people look useful forever. Not all of the procedures and and things. And again, it's totally up to the person as to what they want to do. I tried Botox, and when I did it, I didn't like the way that it made me look. I mm. I would look at myself in the mirror, and I thought that doesn't even look like me. I can't even when I smile. I looked I looked at pictures of myself, and I thought that doesn't even look like me. So I chose not to do it. That was my own personal choice because. I don't, I just don't like the way it looks yeah. and it doesn't feel right to me. And I think that there is a, but to answer your actual question, which was when should we start and when should we start be thinking about anti-aging? First of all, I'm not a big fan of the word anti-aging. I think graceful aging is healthy aging is a, is a nicer, gentler way because none of us, we can't stop the clock. We're all getting right. older. And I think it's a fantastic thing. I t- I'm I'm 47 and I I love it. I, I'm happier now. I feel like fitter now than I was when I was in my 30s and so in my 20s. So I I think it's fantastic. Now talk to me in 20 years and I don't know. Maybe I'll say something like you said. Maybe I'll say something different. Maybe I'll have plastic surgery by then. I don't know. But, but right, right. But for now, I'm really happy with it. But I think it's never too young to start and it's never too late to start, really. And again, it goes back to both what you're doing inside and outside. It's not just one or the other. It's not some magic. And I make skincare products. It's not just the spot doctor skincare products that are going to keep you looking youthful. You've got to do it from the inside too. And healthy eating, movement, stress management, all of that is so important to help your body age graceful. I mean, the, the, you know, the antioxidants that we need, the fats that we need that, you know, the healthy fats cutting out the sugars. And as we know them, you know, with blood sugar balance, if we're eating a lot of sugar, those foods that cause spikes in our blood sugar, that's going to create, you know, problems with, you know, glycation issues and glucose binding to collagen and speeding up wrinkles and aging and sagging skin. So it's never too early to start. I think that people get in their 20s are getting a little obsessed about it in some ways. Right. And some ways I'm like, listen, like yeah. just enjoy it. You don't yeah, have to worry about it in the future yet. <laughs> just be practical about it. And I think living a healthy lifestyle, being proactive, using a good sunscreen, and I prefer the more mineral sunscreens, the zinc oxide based ones, you know, using those and being smart 
is the sun is a big factor that causes, of course, the aging of the skin and blood sugar issues, eating healthy foods, and also reducing your exposure to toxins as much as possible. Air pollution, pollution in general, toxins, you know, we know those speed up the aging process as well. So just being smart about all of that, that's not only going to help your skin, that's also going to help you achieve, you know, like just a healthier lifestyle overall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One final question. (laughs) So, you know, there's people who like have a baby and then immediately are putting on the waist trainer, right? Like trying to get like their skin to like go back and stuff because like so many people don't want like the, the mommy, you know, pooch or like the kind of raisin skin or whatever, like from that. I see something on Instagram. I don't know how I like, I must have once clicked to look at it or something. And so now they're like retargeting me. It's this some like metal ball thing that you like are supposed to rub all over your face and like supposed to re-energize something or other. I don't even really know what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to help with like toning your skin and all these things. And that's just like two of the, you know, gazillion different things that you can do. Like, I think there's like that new face thing. There's like so many different external like tools you can use on your face. Cause right. Cause we talked about internal and we talked about like, you know, topicals thoughts on the other stuff, like worth even investigating or not really. I'm not really a big device gadget person. I, I know that there are a lot of them out there and some are certainly seem to be have more science behind them and good testimonials than others. But I, I just, you know, I really go back to the foundation of a healthy lifestyle and, and having the healthy eating and the stress management, the movement, all of that is really key. And, you know, I have three kids and I get it when you, you have the babies and you, you know, it's never quite the same. Mm-hmm. And there's some expectations. It's like the aging process. There are some things like you have these beautiful children <laughs> that you didn't have before. And right. yeah, sure. Our bodies change with that. Our bodies change with age and that's okay. It's like, love that. At the same time, I understand that there are things we could do. Exercises certainly can help. And, you know, there are some things about body work, massage, fascia work that can also help with some of that to a certain extent. And some of these devices can provide some of that and helping the texture of the skin. So I'm not saying not to use them, but there's a lot of marketing hype in those. So just be realistic in your expectation. Like in some ways I'm like, if you've just had a baby, like you should, rather than spending a bunch of time, like worrying about your skin, like maybe just try to sleep, take that time and sleep during that time. And that will probably help a ton or like prepare yourself a good meal. You yeah. Know? Like, and it's maybe like focusing on those things first. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm glad that I got through having my children before social media, like really, really took off <laughs> to, to be like totally bombarded with, with all of that all the time and all the different, different things. I like to, in general, I like to keep things simple, as simple as possible in my life. And, but well, I'm still always curious, you know, like, what is that thing? What is that thing? And like my, my husband has a Clarisonic, which I think actually really, really helps him with just some of the issues that he's had on his skin. And you'd love this because he was having some breakouts and and they just kept like happening recently. He's like, I think it's because I've been wearing scrubs at work, you know, with COVID and everything. They're trying to do that instead of, you know, regular clothes. And I was like, or maybe you should try just like taking a break from sugar for a little while. (laughs) Just to see. I mean, you know. Why not? Yeah. Just to see. I don't think he has, but that's okay. And, and it definitely, <laughs> there are a lot of challenges people are having with 
the mask, having wearing yes. the mask all the time. Yeah. Um, more people are breaking out, having skin yeah. issues in those areas. Yeah. So if people can, I encourage now women, you don't need to wear makeup under it. First of all, just keep right. the makeup, right? Just yeah. it's not worth it. And then using skincare products that don't have occlusive ingredients, drop the mineral oil, drop the dimethicone. There are certain ingredients that will trap in heat that have that kind of occlusiveness to it that's going to disrupt the skin microbiome. So choosing more of the plant-based oils instead of the mineral oils and things like that, that if you want to use moisturizers and things, use that instead. Okay. Keep it light because you know it's you know you're going to be getting mm-hmm. more heat under that mask, and then if you can have an opportunity to do your skincare routine during the day where you you actually cleanse your face and cleanse your skin. Mm-hmm. Whereas we didn't really used to need to do that in the middle of the day, but now with a, if we're using a mask all the time, it's kind of nice to take a break and to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, breakouts are one thing I've also seen some people with like actual like breakdown of the skin, right? Like sort of whether it's pressure or just like friction or something like that. In that case, would more of a like occlusive kind of, you know, I'm just thinking like Vaseline, which is probably like the worst thing in your world. Something (laughs) you're like, don't use Vaseline, but like, you know, something along those lines, that's very thick. Is that helpful to protect the skin? Right. But I would use something more along the lines of like shea butter, even maybe like some people do well with coconut oil, but a lot of people can't really put it on their face, but something more along those lines. Gosh, it really depends on your skin type. We have at the spot doctor, we have a plant-based oil blend. That's things like pomegranate seed oil, raspberry seed oil. So they're kind of lighter oils, but they still have that hydration that people need. So that's the one that I'm usually recommending to people because it's not so heavy that it's going to create, you know, people to, to break out finding that right balance. And yeah. it does a lot go back to the skin microbiome and what's happening there. And I, I really do think using a good cleanser. So the cleanser that I have isn't, it's not a foamy stripping cleanser. It's a, it's an oil-based cleanser. So that actually is like going to damage the, the balances, you know, of the oils mm-hmm. in the skin and the, the pH of the skin. So I, I encourage people to do something more along those lines. Okay. Awesome. Good tips. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Okay. Awesome. So if people are, are interested, where they can, can they get their book and more information about your skincare line? Yeah, everything is at the spa doctor.com. So doctor is abbreviated DR. It's T-H-E-S-P-A-D-R.com. And I'm also, we're on Instagram and Facebook every, every, all places. You know, all places. And, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. And to get my book, you can find it on the website that my skincare lines on the website too. So, okay, yeah. great. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of your tips on skin. This, these are things that I think many people are just like the questions that they have, but don't want to ask or don't know. To ask. <laughs> so I really, really appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you for joining. Did you know that you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to katrinaubellmd.com and click on free resources.